Hello, I'm the head curator of the Institute's collection. Welcome to our tour. As part of our ongoing efforts to reconceptualize, revitalize, and resynthesize the Institute's commitment to our patrons, we've created the audio guide to carry you through our newest exhibition. We built this one special for you. Welcome to the Museum of You. To start the tour, stand outside the entrance to your space. Don't forget your keys if you need them. We don't want you getting locked out. The tour is not worth getting locked out for. You can press pause at any time if you'd like to take a break or stop the tour at any time if you're over it. The tour will begin after you hear the tone. Are you standing outside the entrance to your space? Good. Look at your closed door. Look through your closed door. Can you say beyond a shadow of a doubt what's on the other side? What is the thing you'd least like to see when you open the door? For me, it's the polar bear. What is the thing you'd most wish to see when you open the door? For me, it's the polar bear. What if I told you that there was absolutely a polar bear in there? White fur, black nose, hazel eyes glittering with visions of renovations for her new home. Could you prove me wrong? Open the door, step inside, and move on to the next exhibit. Now that you're inside your space, stand with your back to your door. Take in the whole space. We've spent about three months curating this particular museum. Every item has been placed with intention and care. Take a breath in. Follow the lines from the floor to the ceiling. Breathe out. Follow the line of where the wall meets the ceiling around the perimeter of the space. Breathe in. Anything up there you haven't noticed in a while? Breathe out. Where is the light coming from? Breathe in. Breathe out, yikes, oh, I'm so sorry. Does my voice sound a little different now? It's still me, I promise. Close your eyes. Think of a place in this space that you have never put your body in before or a way your body has never been positioned in the space. This could be sitting in your closet with the door shut, laying on the floor of your living room under your coffee table, in a corner facing the wall, wedged into the space between your bookshelf and TV. Any way you've never been before. Once you have that space in mind, please walk there on your tiptoes. Careful, like you don't want to wake a sleeping baby. Once you reach that space, put your body in this unusual position. 
What does it feel like to be here? What can you see? What does it do to you to be in this new, unusual position? Where are you now? Take a big breath in and let it out. Did my voice do that thing again? It's still me, I promise. Now please walk to the nearest window. Imagine that somewhere an enormous spigot has been opened and the world outside your window begins to flood. Crystal clear water quickly covers the ground and rises up around your building. The water enters your room, covers your feet, your legs. It's comfortably warm. As the water rapidly rises towards your shoulders, you feel a tingling sensation in your neck where you now find perfectly formed gills. The water rushes over your head and instinctively your body takes a deep breath. You open your window and notice that you now have webbed hands and feet. You swim through your window, gracefully pulling your body through the crystal clear water as you swim far above the street below, ascending towards the top of the neighboring building. You have turned your space into the museum of you, where you curate the world's foremost collection of you. Some people say you have delusions of grandeur. Moments ago, an alien species landed in Columbus Circle, crushing the monument to Christopher Columbus with their interstellar spaceship. As it happens, they came to see you and the U Museum. Unfortunately, they took a wrong turn at the Cat's Eye Nebula and crash-landed in New York City. You are to assemble a truncated collection, just one item, in fact, to satisfy their otherworldly desire for you. In other words, what is an object that you consider precious? Please collect that one item now and take it with you to the next stop on the tour. Find the plinth we left for you. It should look like a clear patch of flat, horizontal space. It could be on a table, a desk, or even on the floor. You'll use this space, this plinth, to curate our final exhibit. The piece you will build will become the pride and joy of the Institute's collection. Find that open, flat space now. Place your precious object here.
find a mirror. Stand looking straight in the mirror. The Institute is trying some new things in these times. The Institute is trying some new stuff that the Institute would have previously referred to as woo-woo garbage. So humor us a little, and if you aren't into it, skip ahead 30 seconds to your next stop on the tour. We get it. Ugh, okay. Here we go. Repeat after me. My name is... The feelings in my body are normal and I fully accept them. I do not need to be productive right now. I don't know what the world will look like when we return. But I do know that the world will be hungry for my work. I look hot. Nice work. I guess the hope is that this gets easier or that we squirm a little less when we say it. How long is that going to take? Let's move on. On your way to the next exhibit, please walk about 80% slower than you normally would. Find your way to a sink. Could be a kitchen or the bathroom, whatever you prefer. On your walk there, slow way down. There's no need to rush. When you get there, first just look at the sink. Notice how clean it is, or the spots that might be a bit dirty or covered in soap or toothpaste remnants or residue from dishes. What was the last thing you washed in this sink? Reach out and put your hands in it, palms touching the bottom of the sink. What does it feel like under your hands? What's the temperature? Now turn on the faucet and let the water run over both of your hands. No need to scrub or wash your hands, just let the water run over them. Notice how the water feels against your hands. These are your hands. They carry, hold, push, pull, grip, caress, ball into fists, slap, and touch. These are your hands.
Now turn off the water. Imagine that you want to pour yourself a glass of your favorite beverage. Could be tea, an afternoon cold brew, a cocktail. We all have that special mug or cup that we'd want to reach for in this moment. What would that favorite cup be for you? Go to the cabinet where you keep all your cups. Open it and grab that cup or mug that's so special to you. Hold it in your hands and feel it for a moment. Remember why it's your favorite, how you got it, who gave it to you, where you bought it from, what you like about it. Great, now add that cup to your collection of items. Your space is a capsule suspended in mid-air, held up by an enormous hot air balloon. You glide gracefully through the atmosphere, observing the world far below out your window. A mountain range looms in the distance. It becomes apparent that you will not clear the tallest peaks. Your capsule is too heavy. Something must be thrown overboard. In other words, what is an object that you are ready to pitch or get rid of? Quickly find the first item you will throw overboard and add it to your collection. Remember that special cup? The one you like so much? Please go get your special cup and go to your source of drinking water. Is it the tap or a filter of some kind? Whatever form it takes, this is your primary source of the most critical life-giving resource. As the humble Lake Itasca gives rise to the mighty Mississippi, so too this water gives rise to your life. With the reverence befitting such a resource, please fill your cup halfway. And let us demonstrate our appreciation by whispering, thank you. Don't worry, the source will hear you. Now, this is not a toast. Uh, a toast is a truly ancient human expression Odysseus raises a toast to the health of Achilles in the Iliad, and the toast likely goes back even further to prehistoric times and beyond into the mist of time. Whenever humans have found themselves together to share a drink, a meal, or a special occasion, there is the toast. Not so much an invention as a discovery like the laws of physics or a mathematical proof, humanity plus shared experience equals toast. But this is not a toast. First of all, our glasses contain water, and many toasting traditions strongly prefer a stronger spirit. But more importantly, in this moment, we are only together virtually. The party was canceled. The holiday was not observed. 
The graduation was shared from a distance. The wedding was merely postponed, we think. The funeral will have to happen at a later date. So there was no toast. What words went unsaid? What sentiments went unspoken? What moments are now left imagined? But look again at your special cup, this elegant vessel which contains the very essence of life is half full. A little trickle of water on your tongue becomes a babbling brook in your throat, and soon it cascades once again into an epic river basin. So please, raise your glass and drink from the mighty river of life. This is not a toast, but it is something. Great, now you have three objects assembled. One precious item, one item you'd pitch, and a favorite cup or mug. These objects are uniquely you. Now you're going to create the final exhibit in the Museum of You. Take a few moments to arrange these three objects in any way you'd like to. There's no way to get this wrong. Any way you think it's best to show off these items is perfect for this exhibit. Go ahead and arrange them now. Se você disser que eu desafino amor, saiba que isto em mim. Once they're arranged, go ahead and pull out your phone. Take a picture of the exhibit you've created. These three items arranged in this way are particular and fully unique to you and where you are in this moment. Thank you for making the newest exhibit in our museum. Now go ahead and email your photo to theinstitute2020 at gmail.com so we can add your exhibit to our gallery on our museum website. Again, that email is theinstitute2020 at gmail.com. T-H-E-I-N-S-T-I-T U-T-E-2020 at gmail.com While you have your phone open, go to the link in the description below. The email is also down there for you to copy and paste if you'd like. Once you've sent your email, go ahead and check out our website and see what exhibits other folks have created. What does it feel like to be scrolling through these different exhibits? Who are all these people? Which objects do you think are precious? Which ones did they want to throw away? How are the objects arranged? I have here a ring. Okay, so for small. my first 
We can't wait to add your photo to our gallery for others to see and enjoy. The Institute is not sponsored by Wix. Thank you for coming to the Museum of You. You. We literally couldn't have done it without you, and we sincerely hope the museum becomes like your second home. If you'd like, you can come back anytime. The door is always open. And next time you can skip the lines and jump around to whatever exhibit you choose. Or you can just hang out here in this magnificent lobby. Sometimes I just sit here with a cup of tea and listen to the tourists come and go. Or a young couple meeting for their first date. Or Or two two old friends friends seeing each other other for the first time in many years. Here at the Museum of You, the the people people watching watching is the best part. Thank you.
The Museum of You was written and recorded by Emily Moeller, Cody Sloan, and Andrew Lynch. Editing by Andrew Lynch. Graphic design by Nicholas Ponting, with editing help from Miranda Friel and John Reimer. Special thanks to Anthony Adu, Vivian Barnes, Rebecca Futterman, Mark Maltby, Katie Melby, Juliana Kleist-Mendez, Steve Negretti, Russell Spurberg, Deborah Stein, and the UCSD Department of Theater and Dance.